Okay, what would Jesus do and what should we do? I kind of changed the phrase a little bit compared to what you see everywhere else. Two months ago, I was cleaning out my garage, and when I was cleaning out my garage, it was before I broke my leg, okay, or my foot, um, and I was praying and had been thinking about what the sermon is going, what God wanted me to preach about. So when I found the cup, I, it's just instantly, it had to be what God wanted me to, to see and to preach about. And I, I knew it right then. We do know what Jesus did. He seeked intimacy with his Father God. Also, that Jesus prayed continually in seeking his Father's guidance. Jesus went to be alone 45 times to pray and spend quality time with his Father God. Jesus prayed and gathered strength from his Father's love. He always spoke the truth and... He came to serve, John 13, 4 through 15. And I will be paraphrasing most of these uh, verses that I have. Jesus showed how to serve with the washing of his disciples' feet. Jesus gave of himself to the needs of others. What would Jesus do and what should we do? I have learned a lot from studying this. There's also a book on the subject called... In His Steps by Charles Sheldon's Classic. This book is about a church that decided to live by the, uh, the question of what would Jesus do for one full year. And this is a picture of what it means to take Christianity seriously and serving others and following Jesus. In John 15, 17, it says, These things I command you, that you love one another. This motto, WWJD, has made a lot of money. This, pitch, uh, this phrase, or initials, had quite a long run with selling merchandise. And you can still find the stuff online uh, and almost anything you want, you can have the initials put onto. Um, here's a few items. I don't know what... I, okay. A few items. Coffee mugs, uh, rings, jewelry, bookmarks, license plate, rims, rubber band, bracelets. There's, I'm supposed to be showing it. Okay, see. Okay. Rubber band, bracelets, t-shirts, neckties, um, socks, pencils, pins, and erasers. Many of the items were given at, at Sunday school classes, Awana groups, youth groups, children's church, kids, vacation Bible school, and on mission trips. And many parties church uh, parties and home parties. We, a very few of the customers, uh, had any interest in learning what Jesus would do or what w should we do. Some celebrities and sports stars would make you think, I hope Jesus would not be doing that. Christian bookstores have learned also that their customers spend most of their money on fiction and fad items. And that's really what this it was. It's a fad item. Okay. There has been a very serious decrease in the buying of Bibles and nonfiction books. 
There are many other slogans like WWJD, and if I had made a handout, it would have been part of this, so you could take it home with you, okay? Here are a few more slogans dealing with Christianity. Frog, fully rely on God. Sounds pretty good. Uh, cops, and, uh, hoping I wouldn't hurt Mark's feelings, or we have two other cops used, used to be cops, okay? Christians obediently preaching salvation. That's a good phrase for it. And dog, lots of people have dogs, depend on God, okay? Push, pray until something happens. And this reminds me of Daniel because we all know that Daniel went and prayed in front of his window three times a day. And he prayed and had a pretty good uh, communication with God. I mean, he got answers like right away. You know, when he was with Nebuchadnezzarus, he said, can I have one evening to uh, sleep and pray? And all his friends would pray. And they prayed, and he got the answer to the dream from Nebuchadnezzarus. Well, Daniel, this one time, he couldn't get through. It's like somebody put a wall in front of him, and the wall, the prayers wouldn't get through. 21 days it took him. He didn't stop at 20 days. He went all the way to 21 days and his prayers got through. And we need to keep praying until something happens. Whether it's three minutes, three hours, three years, 30 years. If it's something important, you have to keep praying to let it happen. And it's God's timing. It's not our timing. The last one I have here is golf. God offers life forever. William Payne Stewart was an American professional golfer who won 11 PGA Tour events. He wore a What Would Jesus Do bracelet. He also began each day with a devotional book. Clearly, there were people and are people that wanted to do what Jesus would do. In 1999, William Payne Stewart gave a lot of his money to the boys and girls' homes. And that was because he said, we have enough money for my family. And on the same year, he died. He um, was in a plane incident, and there was six other people, I believe, that uh, perished with him. I know the big frenzy of what would Jesus do is basically over, but... It's a good question to think about. Just think if each one of us would stop and think or even stop and pray to God before we make any decisions, our lives would be transformed to loving God and our neighbors more than self. What would Jesus do? Jesus surprised the disciples and the Samaritan woman when he met her at the well. Why did Jesus tarry when Lazarus was sick? Jesus telling Peter that he will go to Jerusalem and suffer and die. Knowing what Jesus would do is almost impossible. We do have plenty of examples of what Jesus did. Let's look at some of them. Matthew 4, we find Jesus being tempted by the devil. Three times Jesus was in the wilderness and had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, being tempted by the devil. 
The devil came to him and he said, If you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So what would Jesus do? Jesus quoted scripture, and that's exactly what we should do when being tempted. Then the devil took Jesus up to the holy city to the, and put him on the pinnacle of the temple. And he said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you, and least you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, it is written, again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. So, what would Jesus do? Again, he quoted scripture. So, let's learn from the master and do likewise. And the third time, again, the devil took Jesus up to an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you Fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. So what would Jesus do? Jesus would not sin, and we should rebuke Satan in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Knowing God's word, I, I know it's not easy, but the more we're in God's word, it will become easier to quote. Mark 12, 28 through 31. The, then one of the scribes came, having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered well, and asked him, which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your strength. I think I missed one. I don't, heart, soul. Maybe I didn't say soul. Strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like it, is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. Exodus 20 verse 5 says, For the Lord your God is a jealous God. He is the only one worthy of praise. We need to be careful about the things we say we love. Remember, God is a jealous God. We are to love God with all our heart, our mind, our soul, and our strength. In Luke, we find a lawyer testing Jesus, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this and you will live. 
But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In Luke, uh, we, in Luke 10, we find facts about, about, sorry, it's moving around on me, about the trip from Jerusalem to Jericho. It is approximately 17 miles. And Jerusalem's elevation is 2,474 feet. Jericho, on the other hand, is a minus 902 feet below sea level, the lowest place on earth. The Bible says a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. This is, the most, like, this is most likely a two-day trip. Walking, remember, with your donkey, if you're physically fit. It is also a 3,576-foot drop in elevation from a much cooler climate, where Craig is, okay, <laughs> okay, and James, okay, um, cooler climate up there to a much warmer hot climate down at the bottom down in Jericho, okay. I lost my spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, warmer climate. There is no Starbucks, there is no McDonald's, and there is no safe rest stops. But however, there is thieves and robbers. Remember, we complain when it takes us three hours to get to Los Angeles. Luke 10, 25 through 37, we find the story about the Good Samaritan. What we want to learn here is who is our neighbor. The Samaritans live north of Jerusalem. Do we have a map up there? Yes. North of Jerusalem, it, and it is at a higher elevation of 30,333 feet. The Samaritan came by the wounded man. We don't know if he was going north or if he was going south. If he was headed north, he had a much tougher trip climbing up to 3,300 feet or wherever he was going. Um, going uphill with his little donkey. Remember, the man was most likely beaten and wounded and stripped of his clothes, leaving him half dead on the very on the side of a very narrow road coming down the mountain uh, the road was a priest he looked at him and went to the other side of the narrow road now a levite did the same thing he looked at him and then he went on the other side but the samaritan had compassion on him he had bandaged his wounds used his precious extra virgin olive oil and wine and put him on his little old donkey, not in the back of a Honda, and paid the innkeeper. So, I wanted to make sure you're awake, okay? When I broke my ankle, the, there was a man there that wanted to help, and he kept saying, 
let's, let me take you to his house. Well, that's a bit scary nowadays when I don't know who he was. I didn't want to go to ER either, but John Sibley was my security. John Sibley and I followed the man to his house. However, John stayed in the car, <laughs> okay? And I went in there all by myself, and he and his wife were excellent nurses, and they were the good Samaritan to me that showed mercy unto me, bandaging both my legs and my feet and my hands. We need to love our neighbors and our brothers and our sisters, no matter their condition, status, color, race, and persuasion. Love your neighbor as yourself. 1 John 4, 20-21. If someone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. Jesus asked the young lawyer, so which of the three was the good neighbor to the one that was left half dead on the very narrow road. Of course, he said, the one that showed mercy unto him. What does Jesus do? What would Jesus do? Jesus would have mercy and show mercy on him. What should we do? Of course, we should love our neighbors and our, uh, as ourselves and show mercy to them and others. We have the same story told in three different books. Matthew 8, Mark 4, and Luke 8. It is all about Jesus and his disciples getting into the boat. They needed to cross over to the other side of the sea. Matthew and Mark use the word sea. In Luke, he uses the word and says lake. We do know that uh, Luke was possibly a doctor and more educated. Jesus is somewhere on the boat with his head on a pillow, fast asleep. A great windstorm arose, and in just a few minutes, the boat was filling with water and covered with waves. They went to Jesus and said, Teacher, don't you care? They said, We're in jeopardy of perishing. And then Jesus arose and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. There it was a great calm and Jesus said, Why are you so fearful? In three different verses, Jesus speaks of their faith. Oh, you of little faith, and how is it you have no faith? And where is your faith? So what would Jesus do? Uh, for one, I believe Jesus prayed to his Father God before he laid his head down on that pillow and fell fast asleep in the boat. He also put his trust and his faith in his Father to take care of all his needs. So what should we do? We should pray and put our trust and our faith in God the Father. 
it, is, it has been said, the distance from heaven to hell is, is only an approximately about 12 to 9 inches. And it be, does depend if it's Craig or if it's uh, James, because they're so much taller than me, okay? Um, so, you, if you... Let me start over here. This is the space from your brain to your heart. You can know everything about being a Christian and still maybe going to hell. It, we need to get all that knowledge down to our heart and have a true relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Psalm 66, 18 says... If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. So let's confess the, all the iniquities that are in our hearts so God can hear our prayers. If we are to love our neighbor, let's not retire for the evening with anger in our hearts. Ask for forgiveness. Ephesians 4.26 says, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Psalms 147.3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Matthew 28.16-20 The Great Commission is to go there forth and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I commanded you. Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. This is what Jesus did. He taught people from the heart of God to follow him. Jesus is the best example we have for living a Christian life. Jesus showed us we need to follow his example, to love God with all our heart, with our mind, our soul, and our strength, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. John 13, 35 says, By this, all will know you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Romans ten thirteen. For whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We are going to sing. Um, I have decided, and it's an altar call, um, you can come up and pray to God, ask for forgiveness, or ask if you need God in your heart to, if you haven't received Christ before, um, that's why we're doing this. We will be singing possibly two verses, so... Um, are we ready? We need... Yeah. Okay, okay. I have decided to follow Jesus. 
Jesus, no turning back, no turning back. Now with a question, will you decide now to follow Jesus? Will you decide now to follow Jesus? Will you decide now to follow Jesus? No turning back, no turning back. Let's repeat that first verse. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. Amen. Okay, in closing, um, we you thank you be for seated. people coming forward. And we thank you for answered prayers for people that prayed even where they're at in their place asking for forgiveness and things from you, Lord. We thank you for just being here and able to worship and trust in you and believe in you, dear Lord. Now, in closing, I believe we need to, talk, uh, need to ask ourselves, what would Jesus do and what should we do? Before we make any decisions and pray to God, and also remember the so-called golden rule. In it is the power to rule the heart and to guide the feet. Found in Luke 6, 31 and Matthew 7, 12. And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. The big takeaway today is love God. Love your neighbors and your, as yourself. In Jesus' name, we thank you for being here with us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.